I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We've tried to start this podcast. I think this is the third time we've tried to start this. And, <laughs> because it's an attempt at an intro. And I mean, one time I think Liam's mic was too loud. The other time the camera just turned dark. Turned black. Well, welcome back to the Night of the Podcast, Night of the Podcast channel, and audio apps as well. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We got Lucas. Yo. Gregory. Hi. Brett. Shalom. And I'm the fat man. <laughs> but you know, another week, football, the world, everything else. Let's get into it. Let's get into the weekly podcast. Greg, your wrist is still broken. Could be, could be broken, could be fractured. Could be little we don't bitch. know. But he won't go to the doctor. <laughs> Brett, Brett's right, United kid, even we'll though they just the got doctor. slapped up by your crosstown rivals. Shout out United. You're not top of the table. I am top of the table. Shout out to Celtic hey, Livingston. We, we wanted, oh, we, at the Tony hey, Macaroni. Hey, Our teams are top of the table. Hey, hey calm down. We, we won a trophy. So did we. What did you win? The Scottish Cup. When? Like a couple weeks ago. Okay, then Big why didn't you just first trophy? Why didn't you talk about it a couple weeks ago? Because I don't need to talk about that. I oh, wait, he's winning, a serial winner. Wait, winning trophies is, is, oh. is okay. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Hero, did I ever tell you that? Yeah, you know what? Yeah. yeah. Fucking get out of here. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about our team's current state. Well, we're gonna talk about your team's current state because Manchester Derby just finished. Good. You watch it live on Twitch.tv slash the 90th minute official. Plug. And uh, <laughs> you you got your shit handed to you multiple times, four her, times actually. We got our fudge packed. <laughs> Lucas doesn't know the, uh, the oh, actual yeah. stats of the oh, of yeah. the game. Yeah, so you guys told me not to look at it. I saw the game up until three one, and then I had to go somewhere. Well, yeah. I'll give you the full match stats first, <laughs> and then we'll go into the second half. Because the second half, well, the first half United were somewhat in the game. Yeah. United was there. It yeah. was. It was. It was. It was two one and a half time. Yeah. They were somewhat pressing. They had the possession a little bit. Yeah, yeah. They were getting into good counterattacking situations, but yeah, cities were still probably the better team. The end of the game, possession finished for Man City, seventy percent. <laughs> uh, we can also go. City had twenty four shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, United had five. Uh, they had. City had ten shots on target. United had two. Hmm. Um. Yeah, that 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 that's just a. But the second half, you let you want to let Lucas guess. Yeah. Se- well, sec- how much possession do you think Manchester United had in the second half? Well, from if I'm gonna have to guess, I'm gonna have to guess something really low with how you guys are insinuating everything. I don't know if you can guess as low as it was. Why did they have like eight percent possession? Exactly. Spot exactly. on. Eight percent. Eight percent possession in the second half. That's 
Dyer. <laughs> not not, not Eric Dyer. No. They weren't no. even they, there. They, they, they weren't. Roy Let's Keaton. be real. In the second half, they were Manchester City's extra team. Yeah. They were the team that got them that that they practiced with. Yeah, it was. It wasn't even a game. They Pep felt so comfortable during that second half, he didn't even have to make a second substitute. Dude, yeah, yeah, he, he, he just goes and sits there and goes, ah, it's through training. You brought off Kevin or Gundogan. I mean, Kevin De Bruyne had a great game. He scored the two goals, got an assist as well. Uh, really, really good game for him. But yeah, like I said, the second half especially, United just were not there. They were not relevant. They didn't play. They didn't press. They didn't have any possession. And it all really turned when Paul Pogba came off the field. Yeah. Well, Pogba came off for Lingard. And then Ilanga came off for Rashford. Neither change did anything beneficial. At least Ilanga was running in behind. Rashford was just yeah. kind of standing there. Well, Rashford... He's better off feeding children. I've been children. saying for a while that I really do think that he needs to spend some time on the bench. Yeah. Spend some time seeing what he's doing wrong. And then he came on and he's still doing the same things wrong. He will not... I don't get it. He gets into the box and then he just seems like he's the only one in the world. He tries to beat four or five else. men, yeah. There's nobody yeah. else other than him and the guys on the other team. And you're just screwed. Yeah. You're screwed. Of course, you didn't have Cristiano Ronaldo. You didn't yeah. have Veron. <laughs> but that, would they have really done much? Veron, no. Veron maybe. Because Harry Maguire, yet again. Not because he's at fault for Ooh. goals. But Harry Maguire definitely did not shine himself with much glory as... as City scored their first couple goals. He's a literal clown. He was defending the space that was just was the middle of the field. defending ghosts. Yeah. Ghosts. Let's be real. Ghosts. Spooky. He, I don't even know whose ghosts they would have been. And I mean, for your captain, for the defender you spent 80 million on, it's shocking how he's not just such a strong leader back there. But I've been saying for a while now, just... Tuck your tail between your legs and just say, hey. He's not. We messed no, up. He's not good enough. He's not good. There's no reason to keep forcing him into this. Mm-hmm. No reason at all. Because all, all you're doing is also diminishing his stock even more, yeah. obviously. And his if confidence you go, has to be shot as well. Well, yeah. If you go in and you sit there and you go, listen, we got you for 80. That's a, t- that's, that's a tough price point mm-hmm. for even, obviously, even Jaden Sancho. Just sit there and go, oh, that's that's yeah. kind of tough. But if you sat there and said, hey, we paid, we paid 80, you know, it's just not working out. You can play every third game, every whatever, right? Just kind of be a depth depth guy, sadly, for 80 million. But just be the guy that we can rely on when we have some whatever. An injury or suspension, injury. yeah. Veron yeah. having all these injuries is not helping you. So. No. So, and I mean, are you going to play Phil Jones? Why not? <laughs> I mean... I mean, Veron, Veron, Veron's been decent. Why not Eric Bailly? Yeah. That's true. I forgot about Eric Bailly. I love Eric Bailly. I always have. Well, he's, he's had some moments, but I, I, I do really like Eric Bailly in nine times out of ten. So, what's the issue there? <laughs> I mean... It's hard. It's hard to say that you're willing to put 80 million pounds worth of player on the bench. But you, but then you did it with Sancho. You did it with 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 Rashford. It was really and if million, we're you know. if we we're the club that's paid so much money throughout, 
like the most amount of money in what Europe yeah. for transfers. It, it's not like there's not going to be a couple of them that where you can just be like, it didn't work out. I guess that that it is what it is. Like you can't just sit there and be so because if you're you're this stubborn about it, you're diminishing the entire team. Well, not not just this team, but clubs in the future. Let's look at for example Tottenham. When they sold Gareth Bale and they brought in all those players with that money that they, that they, that they, they got, really, none of those signings worked out very well. Maybe Eric Lamella was all right, but I think they could say we wasted the Gareth Bale money on a lot of players who came in and did not do the job. Right. So can United say we wasted the money that we, we've spent over the past, not we all, all well. the players, but quite a few of them have not... I'm not worked out. Might as well. You know, you just need a new, like a an overhaul. Yeah, and, and and it's not even an overhaul of players; it's the overall front office. Yeah, There's they definitely lot. they definitely do need a manager to come in and actually stamp his authority and game plan. And, and Ralph, maybe Ralph's better on the board. Behind the you scenes, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing too: is what will it look like in the future? We have, I guess, been negotiations have opened up in regards to Eric Ten Hag. So that's fingers crossed. That's been my guy. Well, basically anyone who's yeah. not Pochettino's guy. But I, I don't like No, I don't think Pochettino's a good fit for United. I, I don't think Pochettino... I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't rate Pochettino as highly as people do for some no, reason. No, I don't get it. I, I don't know what he's achieved. Love. I mean, I guess he did the thing with Tottenham. He did well with Spurs to take him to his place, yeah. which they'd never been before. Yeah. But I don't think they. I don't think he did job once they got there. And I don't think that was necessarily him. No. Well, that is probably. I think, I think players just. I think lots of players respect him and do mm, like fair. him though. So. I know. I know your vote is obviously and always going to be Eric Ten Hag. Yeah. You want the Ajax box to come to United? Lucas, what do you think? Would that be a good fit for United? Probably <clears throat> would be pretty cool for United fans to have a guy that can make a Champions League semifinal. Do you think he'd be able to come in though and stamp like his brand of football and his player type? Uh, I think it's very difficult. I think the difference with Ajax and the and with Manchester United, there's more egos with Manchester United. There's also more pressure. Ajax mm. have given him this guy um, Ten Hag a lot of time yeah. when he was at Ajax. Um, you know, if things weren't going to go well next season, they would have been fine. But like. Ten Hag has had a good team, then had a poor, uh, less than stellar team, mm-hmm. like in a transition phase. And you know, over time, they built more players up and got better. And he got, he's gotten, pro- he's probably gotten better as a manager, I would presume. So yeah. the question is, can United? I mean, what United need is not what United want, and it's to bring in the manager, give him a couple of years. Rebuild the squad, re, re get, get rid of the players who don't want to be there, get the players in that he wants, and and rebrand the whole identity. Maybe they but, need to pull what Arsenal is doing right now. That's exactly yeah. it. But the difference is Arsenal doesn't view themselves as title contenders. And if they do, they're joking themselves. Yeah, yeah. but... United finished second last year. Yeah, they finished second in a... lot of United a... fans walked into this league this year saying, we bought Ronaldo, we bought Varane, Sancho, we're going to go win the league. Yeah, they're probably a little overconfident, to be honest. Yeah, and 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 now, the the opportunity or like the 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 ability to give a manager a couple years seems to not be possible at United. Especially, I think Arsenal is 
an odd case because I, I don't think there is really a place for rebuilds, especially in for the bigger clubs. Big six, yeah, it, yeah. It's hard to do it. So Arsenal did it in a Arsenal did a very good job yeah. right now. Well, yeah. There's not maybe there's no part of rebuild. Like you're not gonna like be a team that's in the top, then go in the bottom half of the table and then go back up. It's very difficult to do. Yeah. But yeah. like Arsenal have been a European team for the this entire century, whether it's Champions League or Europa League. Mm. I'm pretty sure this was the first season they weren't in European football yeah. in a long time. Yeah. But they they've obviously had problems with certain egos. Mm. Mikel Arteta recognized that problem and over time he was able to get players that he didn't feel like they fit his dressing room. Yeah. Aubameyang. Well, since that Aubameyang transfer to Barcelona has helped both of those yes. parties. Yeah. Um and that that also helps with you see Ozil leaving. I like mm-hmm. Ozil, but maybe it, it was time to go and mm-hmm. things weren't working out. I think he's part of it was sort of screwed with his time at Arsenal mm-hmm. towards the end, but I won't get into that. Mm. Then like guys like Mustafi Kolasinac, yep. like guys who were brought in that were that initially started pretty well and were thought to be good pieces for Arsenal, they ended up just stinking the place up, yep. becoming memes themselves, <laughs> and not really wanted in the dressing room. Like, one doozy, like, promising player, but there's something with him that just didn't work. And then you see players like Lacazette now looking, they're probably going to be leaving at the end of the season. Lacazette at least works hard. He does, and you know, he's actually, now that he's the, like, the starting center forward, he's actually found his place in the team a little bit more. Which was something I also never got to, how Lacazette rarely... <laughs> like I get you I, have Obama Yang, yeah. but like Obama Yang was scoring goals. <laughs> I mean, they kind of did it at times, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's I true. Mean, that's true. I think also the the one thing that United, no, sorry, that Arsenal has coming for them is their young talent is looking really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have Saka coming through the youth academy, Martinelli, uh, Tierney, even. There's young players littered around that squad that are that Ben White. Odegaard. Odegaard's Odegaard. turning into a world, I won't say world class yet, even, but even, even Ramsdale, you know. He's good. He's good. There's a lot of young players and that are playing extremely oh. well. I just think maybe they need a striker, some bit more depth when injuries happen to their midfield and fullback position and they're going to... They'll sell... I, I, they guarantee they sell Lacazette. Well, he's, he's leaving, on, leaving a free. on a free. So two options for you, Arsenal. I know you're listening, so listen up. Jonathan David, be great to see. Alexander Isaac. Yeah. yeah. Young, pacey, powerful striker. Get him in there. No, I don't powerful. know. I don't know what Mikel Arteta actually wants and whether those guys fit the exact profile he wants, oh, but. I don't care what he wants. I'm telling you what you need. <laughs> I know what you need. Listen to me, and you'll win the league. Fair I mean, Vlaovic would have been perfect for them, but he's uh, killing it with Juventus. Yeah. As expected. Who's that? Vlaovic. I said you'd do good at Juventus. I said, <laughs> you said he would become I a I said he would do great in this Mickey Mouse League. Then he, outside of here, he would He scored shit. in the Champions League. First two. minute. Against two. 32 seconds. Against two. Villarreal. Shit club. They beat Manchester United. <laughs> shit club. They're still in the hey. Champions League. Hey. Hey. How did we get on to me? <laughs> well, the whole Listen, point is Manchester United and Arsenal. For real. And Arsenal... <laughs> Of course, is now in fourth. They have taken over Manchester United yeah. for that. With fourth. games in hand, yeah, yeah, three games in hand. I think is it three or two? It's three. They played tomorrow. Why? For real? They do play us soon, but you know, if they win or lose. That so, as a Liverpool fan, Lucas, yeah, are you, you upset about this result that just happened? I'm not surprised. So I did. Oh, we get it. We're bad. <laughs> <laughs> but could you imagine if if if, if 
they could have beaten Sammy Johnson. Look, look. Uh, as it's a little... because Ole is gone. Is it? It uh, is. Ole went undefeated at Etihad. Rafa comes in, fucks it. Didn't Ole oh, lose what? a game in the cup against them? Was it at yeah. Old Trafford though? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but what I what I was going to say. Look, the last two matches City had Everton United. If I expected City not to get six points, then I'm kidding myself. Why would those teams want to try their best against Manchester City? Yeah, who would? I mean, you know, Everton kind of got screwed. Yeah, yeah they yeah. yeah they did. Uh, but at the, at the end of the day, I think there's only like two or three games where I can see City drop points for the rest of the season. Crystal Palace, us, and maybe, uh, was it? I don't even... West Ham, I think second last match day of the season, maybe. So we'll see what happens. You think they're going to drop points to Crystal Palace? They've done this so many times. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's like a bogey team for them. But don't so, you remember the Andrews no. Town? Yeah, strike. I just, <laughs> I'm. They're so good right now. I guess they were too when they lost to Crystal, Crystal Palace. Are tenth right talk now? About, yeah. yeah, they are. Let's talk about Liverpool really quickly. Your game against West Ham. Yeah, not an easy ninety minutes. No, I think with how we play, the risks we take with the high line, it, West Ham really took advantage of that in several occasions and really should have scored at least once. They had some of the worst finishing I've seen in my life. They've been struggling yep. to score. Lanzini was one of the worst misses oh I've ever seen. Oh my god, yeah. that was bad. Just, that was embarrassing. I could have scored that. Even Wallace, maybe. maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> uh, four, yeah, Fornals should have probably scored. I mean, I think Allison did a good job keeping one-on-one and caused that chip to not be that yeah. great. Didn't Jaron Bowen go off injured? Yeah. Uh, yes, he, he did. That's a big oh, yeah. miss. He, he got hit in the knee because <laughs> he was bleeding. And then he must have just been a bit of an impact kind of thing because, yeah, he was limping off. So, But I'm loving Luis Diaz, man. Luis oh, Diaz? Yeah. Great, yeah. Oh. Even I am. Oh. <laughs> Love the guy. He's good. <laughs> he had that one chance where he... Dribbled it in the air between himself and yeah. just it was like, oh yeah. And that's what's crazy. It like that makes it so Mane's playing like striker, but then you still have Jota on the bench, yeah. like and such Bobby. a fantastic player. And Bobby. Yeah. I I Bobby has He's, to go. He doesn't have to go. I'll take Bobby. Like Bobby can do a job somewhere else. <laughs> I mean, if you Bobby Divock and Takumino get the fuck out of here. I mean, Bobby can stay. Get the fuck out. But Jota, I mean, he's just coming back from injury, so. We'll see how he um, performs towards the running end of the season. I'm really excited. Uh, I don't, do I think Liverpool will defeat Manchester City for the Premier League title? Probably unlikely right now, but there's a chance. And if you still got the FA Cup, you got Champions League. Literally, you, it's this is like exactly like uh, three years ago, three seasons ago, where it was Manchester City versus Liverpool, each needing to win every single match towards the end of the season. They both did, and City won the league by I believe two points. So that, that was an incredible title race, by the but way. But just wild. Won the Champions League. Yeah. So. Uh, you win the quadruple this year? I mean, it's very. It's, it's, I, it's there. I, I, as a fan, I just want to win either the Premier League or Champions League, which is asking for a lot. But with this type of team, I think winning one of those would be just an uh, incredible season. Yeah. So, of course, it also depends who you get in the Champions League. <laughs> of course. Like, but good. I think Liverpool can beat any team in Europe right now. Yeah. No matter who, maybe, maybe some teams could beat them in one leg, and then Liverpool gets the other leg. But I think most matches, Liverpool with their starting lineup at their best can beat any team. Yeah, I beat any team. I'd love to see Liverpool Bayern though. 
I think Bayern are not that great this no, season. No, they haven't been. But yeah. lost it's still, Liverpool, but it's still Bayern Munich. And it, of course, they're not even through well, yet. Look, so we well, can't, when, yeah, yeah, when I say that Bayern haven't been great, I mean compared to previous years. They're, 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 they're on the standards. Old, I think they're your pike is years. I think. Oh my god. I Hansi still think Flick. objective. Huh? Yeah, Hansi Flick. Hansi Flick. Yeah. I prefer Yup. Hansi Flick was just... Yup Heinkes, I'm sorry, is the greatest Bayern manager they've ever had in their lives. That old man had that team rolling. <laughs> Hansi Flick had them rolling when they won the Champions. They the they treble. They destroyed everything. They did. They, everything. Like, they had the Lewandowski when as Yup Heinkes had the Robin and Ribery just yeah. bombing. Put, put them all together. Oh. <laughs> the... Uh, <sighs> The thing about Byron too is that they haven't really changed their team much. They have changed a little bit, I think, and I think the changes they have made has caused some disturbances. Which, where do you think they've changed? Well, center backs wise. Well, fair, yeah. Yeah, Upa Makano, sure. I think, has been not a disaster. Under underwhelming for but sure. But yeah. he has made a lot of mistakes, and when you compare what he's done with Byron and what Kanate's done with Liverpool, I know Kanate's played less than him. But Nantes really uh, been good, <laughs> reliable. Almost. Yeah, I think Byron they're they're having some troubles with re-signing players. They lost David Alaba, who was very reliable yeah, last season. Yeah. They're losing another defender Manuel this Neuer summer. Is gonna be gone Nicholas pretty Sula. soon. I mean, Manuel Neuer's yeah. been injured, and he's the old man. I mean, Thomas Muller scoring own goals. Yeah, <laughs> did you see that own goal? I didn't see it, but we heard about it. <laughs> like he, the, the free kick's going in. It's, or uh, I don't know. I, Eichel or whatever the goalkeeper's for Byron's name is, I can't remember. Ulrich. Ulrich, yes. Sven Ulrich. I know yeah. I signed him. Uh, he, he was like waiting for the ball to come and Muller's like, whoop, <laughs> kicks it. <laughs> his horse kick. His all... <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, center backs, I think if you are talking about positions that change and mm. cause issues, that's one there because, you, I mean, you look at... Harry Maguire. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to bring up United. But then again... You know, the uh, communication is Bayern Munich was always very solid defensively, very yeah. organized defensively. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look, you look at Philip Lom was there for how long? Yeah. And just was rock solid all the time. I mean, just Boateng was there for a long time. Hummels was there yeah. during his best years. Yeah, uh, like Neuer, Neuer Jerome Boateng was just something. <laughs> but yeah. Ubo Kano, maybe you'll get rid of those inconsistencies as the years go yeah. on. It's just it's a big step from going from a good club to Bayern, yes, and sir. it's very difficult for I think a younger player to make that step. Well, and I totally slipped my mind too that I forgot that Botang was there last mm-hmm. year and Alaba was were the yeah. two and then Davies has has had has his problems yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good issues. point. Yeah, I didn't think about that. So the, the entire back line basically. Yeah. Realistically, this should have been an opportunity for Dorman to take advantage, but <laughs> Dorman or Dorman? Blown it like I would be bloody glass I mean, Rangers. Ha- Helen's been injured for a while now. Yeah, there's. I've been reading on Reddit. Some people are like, some Barca fans are like, I don't want talent anymore. He's too injury prone. I'm like, the guy has one injury that's bad. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, it's an injury that's. I mean, that's yeah, it's recurring. Yeah, he's nagging him. So, you, but also the thing is, are Dortmund maybe rushing him back a little bit because they want him back to try and get back in that title race? Maybe you know, maybe and and. But maybe some. I've heard some people's opinions. I don't know if I agree with this or not, but. Some people have been saying maybe he needs to change his style of play a little bit, not be so aggressive. So heavy on the ball, just give me the champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Slow I down, love a champagne. Because like he always goes a hundred percent every time. Yeah. Maybe he needs to, in some situations, cool it down. He's getting older. He needs to slow down a little. <laughs> 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 Haven't you heard? He's not twenty-one anymore. I mean, the thing with Holland, I think, I think his physicality and his size. Something that that really improves his game. So if he's told to slow it down, that very much diminishes Holland's effect. Well, he might have to if he wants to. Have a longevity, yeah. 
Or just get better. Drink just more milk. Get better. get better. Say that to Holland. Drink more milk. Please. Eat your veggies and lift some weights. Oh, does that mean Mbappe is better? Let, let's let's start this. Let's do this debate right now. All right. Five. You mean like five, what everyone does? Yeah. Five ten years ago. Uh, no. Five ten years from now. Let's go ten years from now. Holland or Mbappe? It's so tough to say. Because no, I, no, no, no. That's not what we're going with. I, I want. I want your a hundred percent. Who 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 is it? Let's pretend we're ten years from now. Who's better, Holland or Mbappe? Mbappe's had such a career already. I'm gonna say Mbappe. Mbappe. I'm saying Mbappe as well. It's tough. It's so tough it's, to say. It's so tough. I but think, like, just as a quick answer, I'm gonna say Mbappe. Well, if it, Mbappe it, goes to Real Madrid, it just doesn't work out for him, and then Holland goes somewhere and it does. Well, then you know, it flips the script completely. Yeah, like if it, there's rumors of Mbappe potentially staying at PSG for another two years, apparently million, getting a, the yeah. biggest contract I've ever seen in my life. Tough to say no. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I think. Mbappe, but I'm also like I'm, I have a soft spot for Mbappe since um I've I remember watching him <laughs> at Monaco like like finding mm, out about yeah, him just before yeah. his blow up in the Champions League that season. Up yeah. Manchester City, yeah, I love that. So, in Holland, hey, I think take fucking notes. <laughs> yeah, Holland, there's, I think he's like basically the perfect striker, but yeah, just not. <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, I think I, I it, it's such that. a hard. I, I think he needs a lot. Look, uh, sorry, I just want to finish this. Yeah. I think Mbappe. I think Mbappe can score with less chances. It, Holland, I've seen many no, times miss a lot of chances. <sighs> I, I could be completely. Ro- Holland be, creates his own chances. The thing is, what that where so Mbappe's Mbappe, nice is With he his actually speed. can play and he'll play anywhere up in the. Top. I also think yeah. Mbappe can also become a bit more of a creator. Like I think that's what he's yeah. been trying to develop in his game in the last few years, and I could I could see him being not just a goals guy, but like getting quite a few assists. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. maybe and like obviously not Messi sure levels, but. but like. Him playing with Messi right now, I'm sure Messi's yeah. helping him do so much stuff. Well, and that's what I've been thinking as well, and trying to confirm my bias of Holland to United is that if if Holland is He's not going, going to, to shut United. the front door, <laughs> if uh, if Holland's te- learning from Ronaldo, I mean, if Mbappe's learning from Messi, almost a perfect. Not comparison for him, but almost a perfect guy for him to be learning from in the sense of play style. And Holland and Ronaldo, almost another perfect kind of mentor. This guy is on absolute This crack. guy is how? 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 Listen, listen, how? 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 Objectively. Because you're, you're, not even, you're say, missing out the... Say Ronaldo's at Juventus and he goes to Juventus. You're missing Fucking out the take biggest... the red out of here. Who cares? Where you fucking make it black and blue? I don't care. If if Ronaldo's at a team and Holland is learning from Ronaldo, is that not a perfect duo for him? No. Why? Mm. <laughs> not, I, for, not for the team. Not I, for the team. I, I, I'm talking I, about. I know what for you're Holland's saying. Holland's development would Ronaldo not be a perfect? No. Why? Because Ronaldo loves the spotlight. Well. Yeah. Ronaldo makes things about him. And I absolutely love that about Ronaldo because that's what brought him to the very top of world football. Without Ronaldo's hunger to be the best, Ronaldo is not the but best. But you don't think... Because on paper, when you break it down, fundamentally, Ronaldo is nowhere near good at football as Lionel Messi. However, his desire, his work ethic, and his drive makes him that good. So are you... What you just said 
do you not think that would be valuable for of a course hawk? and you don't points. think that ronaldo's sitting there and going hmm i'm 30 i'm almost yeah. 40 yeah i'm not doing too hot right now Maybe I can help this kid who's going to be fucking good. I mean, you would Who's going to be good? You would hope. And he's going to go and say, hey, I've done all this. Come here. Come on. I, I, Come I, would, I, would, I would love if that was reality. I just don't know if that is. He's just going to do, do that with his kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think Why waste my time on this guy? I think, yeah, yeah that's true. I think a better player to learn off of if I'm Erling Holland is Robert Lewandowski. Goal scoring ability is he's unrivaled. Good, he's a good person. His physicality, his ability to hold up the ball as team come into him, not just rely on pace and power, but actually hold up play intelligence. I think that would be And play. I think he would. He would. And, teach too. and, and I, I said, I said that if I was Bayern Munich, I'd toss a lot of money at him because Lewandowski is getting older, and you want a replacement. Early Holland, hello. Guten Morgen. Ronaldo technically, his best role isn't striker. Is the left winger? Yeah, I mean, that's true. That's true. I, I I've read somewhere that apparently Ronaldo doesn't like playing striker, but he kind of has to kind of play there now yeah. due to him losing some pace. <laughs> he doesn't have that drive and ability to just use his pace, and push power, past him, yeah. and oh, and that clubs don't use two strikers anymore, which you, yeah. you'd be able. Well, and not many at least. I I just think the not even positionally, even as mentality wise, mentality as a footballer, how you carry yourself. How you go about even your day to day life for mm-hmm. him to sit there and go, this is what, like you said, the, pro- the ethic, the drive, the role yep. model of a, a work ethic is exactly what Ronaldo has done yep. his entire not only career but his life. Yeah. And if you're Erling Holland, you're sitting there, no matter where you are at any point, you mm-hmm. must be sitting there and just going, I want to do what that guy does. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and, uh, but the thing is, Brett. This You're talking about all, all this, like, Holland's going to Manchester United, except that is not happening. I was using that as a pure example. <laughs> but, like, reality, he's not going to United. Because, like, you could offer him $200 million not, a week. He's not going. Not going to United. He needs Champions League football. You're not going to give him that. You need a title race. You're not going to give him that. <laughs> Listen, man, face facts. You just need Champions League football. Well, Liam, but that. you know the guy you were talking crap about a few uh, weeks ago? Uh, there's a couple. I'll give you a name. Jao uh, Felix. Jao Felix, the, the yeah, one, yeah, yeah. The yeah. one that was going to win a Ballon d'Or. Oh, he yeah. scored a brace today. That's good. <laughs> he was playing Real Betis. Yeah, Betis <laughs> in the cup final of the Copa del Rey. Was it a cup final? Well, they made it. Yeah. They're going to play Celtic Valencia. Also, Celtic also scored a couple goals against them. So uh, Yeah, but you lost. Great. That's nice. We can score goals against them. So can Jao Felix. hey You missed a fucking hit, you brick! <laughs> Yeah, yeah. we also have the AC Milan-Napoli game going on underneath us. Bitch. Which, by the way, they've shown Fakayo Tamori a couple times. Still irks me that he's from Calgary and will not play for us. <laughs> I don't know why he, why he wouldn't. You're not getting anywhere near that England team. Yeah, Yeah, he is. He, he, he has been called up a couple times. I mean, after seeing getting... Harry Maguire, are you sure? Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> I... Oh, look at this man. Look at him. Fuck him up. Fuck him up. He, he could be England's best center back eventually. He could, yeah. yeah um, it... It shouldn't be that difficult in all. I mean, I thought Joe Gomez was going to be that, but he's kind of. What's happened to Joe Gomez? Yeah, he's had he's had injuries, and Konate's just better than him, so he starts ahead of him. Aston Villa, come get him! Why would he need to leave? Aston Villa, because he needs to play football. (laughs) He needs to play the football, Gregory. He's good enough. That's kind of what happens when injuries happen. He's good enough to start in the Premier League. 
He deserves to start in the Premier League. Van Dijk, Matip, and Konate are, are all ahead of him. Hell, fucking Fabinho at times is ahead of him. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so go to Aston Villa, link up with Stevie G, him and Tyrone Mings. Actually, no, get Tyrone Mings the fuck out there. Yeah, him and Konza. Dab him up. Konza. I forgot Konza. Yeah. Get yeah, Tyrone Mings. Konza. No, Konza is at Napoli. Yeah, he's at Napoli. Yeah, he oh, was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry, right. I forgot yeah. that happened. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, because Tyrone Mings has had a bit of a shocking season as well. He's led in a couple Harry Maguire as goals. So, you know, let's get him out of there. Bring in Joe Gomez. I like the move. Son, sign sealed. Fucking Newcastle can sign him. Wouldn't Tamori? Newcastle's been good. Tamori in the Canadian lineup be cool though. Yeah, yeah. like him, oh, yeah. him in that Canadian lineup would be pretty scary. I still want Chris. Yeah. I also want Cristante Brian or what the fuck, Brian Cristante there. Brian yeah, Cristante. I remember, oh, yeah. I remember you talking about him. Like, oh, maybe he'll play for Canada. Yeah. He won the Euros with Italy. So. <laughs> <laughs> he could. I said he could have been representing Canada. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I remember to hear what hearing you talk about. He, I think he's saying like could have. He could have represented Canada. I'm. I'm pretty sure I heard you say. His he, dad is he from Montreal. He could have represented Canada. Yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. What are we confused? Well, no, because I thought there's the could have or could like still could. Oh no no no! Buddy, buddy, sign still delivered Italian. You know, you shit. I mean, if he comes to the MLS, he might. Why the fuck would he come to the MLS? Why wouldn't Signe come to? Because he's MLS? old as fuck. Well, maybe when old. he gets old. But he's old. But he's past his best. He's gonna play for Toronto. A team lost four one against Lewis Morgan. First half hat trick. <laughs> this guy couldn't even play for Celtic. Patrick Lamar. Patrick Lamar. <laughs> four assists and a snapped ankle. Day done in Toronto. Carlos Salcedo ruined this guy's career. Like. <laughs> Ankle is in bits. No, actually, well, he, he finished the game. <laughs> did he? Yeah. And he's not feeling it though. He finished the game. But... <laughs> that was. Did you guys see that tackle? No. no. Oh my god. He hit him here. Yeah. Oh, with yeah. a slide tackle. Well, his, it, his foot. Yeah, to be fair, ball first. <laughs> that doesn't his, matter. His, his, his stud, stud skim. Very the ball. high. And it went, bang. <laughs> yeah. And it was. It was he horrific. started his tackle. This was on the side touch line. And uh, who was it? Kamala? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's coming down the wing. And for whatever reason, Salcedo starts his tackle. At the touchline, <laughs> and he just comes right in. It was horrific. Almost two feet, right like I know. over top of the ball onto this guy's like shin, and just <laughs> out down. And I'm like, he's done. That's a red. That's a red. <laughs> the ref gave a yellow. A on yellow. The- Went to VAR. The ref goes, no, that's a yellow star. I was like, <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> his biggest concern was VAR. He couldn't hear. The other side of VAR on the microphone. And I was like, what do you need to hear? Just what take a look at the screen. Look yeah. at the man. <laughs> Go right through him. Even like, like the, comment- the commentator was um, the Scottish guy. Oh, uh, yes. Kilbanny? No, no not no, Kilbanny. Uh, Caldwell. Stephen Caldwell. Yes, yes. And he goes, that's the clearest red card I've ever seen in my career. He keeps going on. He goes, if this isn't a red card, I don't, I don't know what a red card is anymore. And then he goes... Well, I don't know what red card is anymore. <laughs> it was so bad. It like, was really bad. It was really bad. But hey, Carlos Salcedo, baby. That was, that was Carlos Salcedo who got that. Yeah, that uh, was I, I, remember, I remember when he played for I think Frankfurt in the Bundesliga, like not that long ago. Yeah, yeah, I love him. Honestly, 
But what the talk, MLS does. Let's talk about MLS really quickly, though. Sure. Charlotte. Carolina, yeah. Charlotte. The largest ever MLS crowd in history. Was it 78 or 74,000? 74, 74, yeah. Wild. Crazy. Fill the stadium. Great to see. Hopefully they can continue that throughout the season and into next year's. That's the thing, too, is that they're not that great. Well, well that's uh, the thing about newly started teams. Especially you know? in the MLS, but... Never know. I, I think they have know. a nice team. I, they, um, I know nothing about their team. They have Jordi Reyna, who is... I've heard of him. Sick. I have heard of Jordi Reyna. I actually have. Sick. He is sick. They, Get him the ball and he'll cause it. They lost the game to one a banger. It was, was a good it a goal. banger? I it was a perfect, goal. like, perfect yeah. top right corner it strike from silence, distance. that stadium. Really? 75,000 went silent. I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah, I missed, I missed the goal, but, like, it looks like a college football stadium. Yeah, it was. Like, well, it was, it was NFL crazy. football. It's a, is Pan- it? it's a Panther stadium. Oh, is it? Yeah, That's why it's... They got more crowd for that than the Panthers have gotten all season. Kind of thing. <laughs> That's fair. Have you seen the Panthers play recently? Yeah. They're bad. Yeah. There was all, yeah. And then there was the... What was the goal? The really crazy yes, goal. Yes, the that one went... that you sent. Lassie <laughs> Lappanainen? Or... Yeah, the... The, the March... Oh, Club football impact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Club de foot. The foot. Oh. Um, yeah, the, I think there's just a deflection. The ball goes... It's it, so it, it, It's funny because if you... It doesn't look like it took a deflection. Yeah. yeah. That's what it looks like. He actually just did that. I was like, yeah. And the commentator, the commentator goes, it must be such a helpless feeling looking up and realizing that you just can't do anything. <laughs> I think it was dipping like, yeah. so fast. Like, it's so it was, fast and hard. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, sorry. Just finish your no, point. I was just going to say, like, it came down really hard. Yeah. I, now there's, I've read some concern <laughs> so that's about. What she said, so fast and hard. <laughs> That's uh, what she said. I read some concern about the MLS though. It was well with the high of Charlotte. There was the low of uh, I think New, New England. England. New England had seven people in the crowd. How many? There was none. Really? There was no one in that stadium. Really? And that's a team that just won the, the, uh, the supporter shield. Shield, yeah. Like home opener. Nobody Apparently, knows. like the stadium's like forty minutes away from Boston. Mm, so, it was so. Empty. Yeah. And compare that to Charlotte, where that stadium is in like the middle of yeah, the city. city. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, I was watching that game too. I remember it was kind of, huh? It didn't. It seemed quiet, but I guess it makes sense now. Yeah. Why? <laughs> then, if I can pull it up, have there? I want to know how many people went. Because if like seventy four, that was another thing too. On top of that, is um, I was uh, reading recently that. Some of the top games, primetime games, Seattle, Seattle Sounders game last week had 134,000 people watch it. How much? 134,000 on primetime. That was the primetime game on national TV. So they're looking for a new TV deal. Considering those are the, the numbers you're getting for, I mean... The Seattle Sounders are a good team, too. Like, yeah. those are mm-hmm. one of your top teams in the league. Mm-hmm. And if you're not drawing those numbers on a primetime game... And I think they were playing, like, Nashville or something. Oh, no, that was this week. They were playing another one of the top teams and 130,000 people. That's not a lot. You're trying to get a new deal and... Yeah, it's... And, I'm sure and that's what's this. crazy is there's 74,000 people at a game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. More than think, half of what you're just talking about the TV numbers. Think about crazy. what, how many people would be watching that game if it wasn't for it being uh, the first game. 
an end against LA Galaxy. Yeah. I want to know those numbers of how many people. Yeah, I think, I think that obviously the Charlotte capacities gets limited to like thirty eight thousand in the future. Yeah. That's like with a lot of stadiums and like that, like right. Atlanta United are like that as well. Yeah. Where it's like they don't actually they don't sell tickets to fill up the entire stadium. Right. Only. You're saying BC Place closes off the top. Yeah, the top, the top, the top deck gets completely closed. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so that type of stuff happens, and so you, obviously you won't expect seventy five thousand in the next yeah. game. Mm-hmm. It was just it was nice to see. Well, and, and but still, like you you have to wonder if it wasn't the first game. Say they do have the seventy five thousand for the, an, another game in the future, and it's not a prime time game against Chicharito. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many people are you you selling? To these people, hey, here's Charlotte FC and Nashville. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, that's not that's not a game that people care about. It no, is. Yeah, 100%. no, there's no there's no one in that game that you really want to watch. Like it's no hundred percent. I think the MLS the might have that problem. Yeah, I think it is a difficult thing because MLS is kind of transitioning from like big stars, old players, big stars to like. You know, younger players that can have an impact and be great players in the league, but then you kind of have this situation of it's harder to really build those guys up and make them stars of the league if they end up getting sold to Europe. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing because you look like Alfonso Davies is a big one now. uh, uh, Pepe, yeah, they they do well in the MLS, and the first chance they get, they leave. And I mean, it makes sense. That's that's the goal to make it out of America and into Europe, something like that. But you have to hold on to these young talents and actually like create a league around them. But yeah. that's difficult to do. That, yeah. Well, you and well, you look at a team that was brought up already, Atlanta United. They have a pretty deep. Yep. And they have they have guys coming and they're buying cool young players. Tiago Amada they uh, signed recently. Um, Joseph Martinez too is on that team. Like they have a cool club. Yeah, Atlanta United are probably the best team in mls with everything they do yeah i'm i'm trying to figure out my uh, mls alliance right now or allegiance and... still, still not figure that out no I, I want time i want it i want to make sure i have the right team i want to what, yeah. what's the criteria you're looking for i don't know you just i just know it's not going to be san jose i'm just kind of cheering <laughs> for vancouver because it's literally the closest yeah that's that's how i was feeling too but they, san jose they sucks. New York, so that was good that was good because that, that was a clean sheet too. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Why? Why would it? Why would it not be San Jose? They're boring. Why? Why? They're why? Boring. Why are you talking about San Jose being first? Because He's, literally they are so boring. I don't even think it's a team. You look at the jerseys; they're boring. You look at their badge; it's boring. Everything blue and black for San Jose, California. Are you kidding me? They got the attendance for that game. Sorry, it took me so long. Uh, attendance for um, New England versus FC Dallas finished in a 1 0 win for New England. 14,500. I mean, that, that looks bad in a football in a stadium. Big, yeah. full NFL stadium. If, that was, if they had their own stadium and it was like maybe 25,000 capacity yeah, stadium, that wouldn't be as bad. That made it look like it was like 700 people. Yeah. And like the first game. Was away, so it was away in Portland. There was twenty four thousand. Well, there. and plus in stadiums like that too, the noise. If there's not a lot of people, it's not really bouncing off a lot of things. Is yeah, yeah. Probably why it was so mm-hmm. quiet. But uh, um, the MLS, the ML, I don't know. The MLS oh, culture no. is definitely changing. 
Yeah. I think America and, you know, the, the fan base is actually getting on board with the, the MLS. And I think there's a great TikTok culture, too. Yeah. For MLS. Yeah. yeah. Uh, social media presence. Yeah. Get younger pl- people involved in the game, stuff like that. It's not like a... You have to get away from, oh, well, my dad supported United, so I support United. No, it's... No, I'm going to support FC Dallas because yeah. they're an exciting team, just like how you're saying. So... No, the MLS not San Jose. is not going to be compared to Europe. It's its own thing. Yeah. So don't go, oh, well, Europe is a dead atmosphere. I've seen more limbs at a funeral. Well, congratulations. Good for you. I'm happy that than... I'm happy that your fourth division club can get 20,000. I wish Canada or North, North America had that. It doesn't yet. Maybe one day. You never well, know. Like, realistically, English... England has had the culture of exactly. of football for like hundreds, hundred fifty years. And I look, I look at Canada. <laughs> we haven't even been around for. I look at Canada's years. hockey culture. I saw yesterday a friend of mine posting videos of him at the University of Alberta game. Yeah, that was fucking wild in there. It's fun. Like, and Those that's a, fun. a university team, you know, and like the the, the WHL and NHL. It's. Full stadiums, yeah, that, you know. Like you could compare those colleges to like the to football clubs in like Lower England, divisions. like communities. They're yeah. like communities, literally. Yeah. So, literally. I think if they can, if clubs in North America can like transition that way, make it like a community, then yeah, I think you'll get that type of support eventually. And we all are in agreement that the worst community is still FC Edmonton. We love FC Edmonton. We support FC Edmonton. We want the best for you. But man, they've just been poorly run in the community. Hopefully, we have new owners now. Hopefully, we, it can we just got a new owner. So hopefully, I I want the best for them. I want good for them. Well, I mean, I just want things to change. Here's the thing: what you're saying is strong, but is not necessarily. Uh, you look at the numbers, and you're like, FC Edmonton's the only team in the CPL who haven't been able to consistently sell over a thousand. And that's they don't crazy. have more yeah. than a thousand fans at any of the games. Jesus, and that's the CPL. They're every other team, York United, uh, Forge. Every other team has more than a thousand people. And this is the same city that hosted Canada two games and sold over. And 50, we're trying 000. to get a World Cup. So it's like a city that cares about football, city that cares about sports in general. I mean, sporting. And, and, and a big are thing packed. about that though is those games were so they were promoted, like, yeah, they were crazy. Promoted, they and were advertised, they saying, were hyped. FC Edmonton is just not getting, not promoting at all. And it doesn't help that their on field is not great. Yeah, well, if yeah. If they were playing good football, man, you would love to go see them, but they're not. They're playing. Well, even mm. then, I think it's also up to the fans that'll that come to create an atmosphere. Yeah. To create a reason why people want to come. If you're coming here, if you're coming to a game to go and sing and chant and jeer uh, other teams' players, then that's that's what you're coming to do. You don't even care about if you win or lose. Yeah. But if you you go out there and and or if you're coming to a game. And you're you're only there for good, then we're good, and that's all I want. Yeah. Then you're you're you have kind of the wrong idea, like you you said as well. You have to build a community around a team, and if you don't have that community, which FC Edmonton currently doesn't really have, well, like then you, it, you're not going to have those numbers. I look at us, and I don't I don't want to two torns that don't exist, <laughs> but. You know why? Why would FC Edmonton not get involved more with online social media and stuff like that? And you know, why? Why would you not reach out to social media platforms in your own city? 
right. involved in the game, you know? Right. Well, I, I, not, I, I'm not taking shots at them and say, oh, you guys are doing a bad no, job. No, it's just an but, example. It's just purely you know. an example. Well, like, Brett, you've been to a lot of games. Oh, like, yeah. how? There's next to nothing in regards to in-game interaction yep. with the fans. There's Honestly, I went to a game and Canadian Premier League officials walked past me and they said, so do they pay you to be that loud? <laughs> and walked away. Like, they're, you can hear me and my friends from the other side yeah. of the stadium. Me and Brett could have a conversation across the field. And there, there's, no. not, there's nobody, there's a mascot that sometimes comes around. But there's not an in-game host. There's. I think the, the difference is there's no atmosphere. North American sports and North American uh, uh, fans kind of need that. Yeah, they need the interaction. They need the jumbotron. Well, they need this and that. You know? Like I went to an Oilers game. And you were telling me your cousin was sitting ahead of me. Yeah, and I was I was like, oh, ref, you suck. Yeah, and you were saying that your cousin almost turned around and said, "Stop talking." Yeah. We're at no, a sporting event. No, he's just not talking. He, just, he recognized. He's like, yeah. what the fuck's this guy on about? Yeah, yeah, But yeah. He, something, somebody said to him or something yeah. that yeah. wanted me to be I remember going to, I, I haven't gone to many Oilers games. I've only gone to two. And the, the second one I went to was like a match where they clinched making the playoffs for the first time oh, in cool. like since 2006. And I remember, you know, when they scored, everything got loud and yeah. things like that. But then... It, when the actual game's just happening, it goes quiet. Like, yeah, yeah people, we were trying to start chants, and then it just died down, yeah. and it was like, this is kind of lame. It is. It, it is. I remember when we, when I first went to see a game at Celtic Park, we watched the game there, and we came home, and the, two, three weeks later, there was a CFL football game. We went to that, and we all sat there and went, this is so boring. <laughs> yeah. It's silent. You know, yes, there's an announcer. Yes, there's, there's, there's things going on, but... There's no fan. Everyone's just sitting there having a conversation yeah. themselves. I, I went to a CFL game too one time. I left like early. I left like third quarter. Wow. Uh, and it, it, it was just like, well, one thing, like there was just like one guy just yelling at, arguing about everything and it was so <laughs> annoying. Yeah. But then like the stuff that was happening in between the everything, like the stuff that was happening in between plays was just like, what is this yeah. crap? Yep. Yeah. The in-game entertainment. North America is just... Is a very different sports cult. Yeah. But I mean... And you like, have to... Go at it as a very different sports culture. Don't make yeah. it. Don't make it. Oh don't my god, we're, we're the Premier League because you're not. The Premier League brands itself. It sells itself. Yeah. You could just put on a TV with Arsenal and Spurs, and people would watch down, sit down and watch it and enjoy it. Yeah. North America, you have to sell it to them. You have to brand them. You have to look. Come as a family. You get a hot dog and come play on the field afterwards. You know, yeah. it's like oh yeah. wow. Yeah. Well, and and let's wow. look at the CPL. <laughs> Let, let's uh, keep looking at the CPL one. I, I, I was at a FC Edmonton Cavalry game, and Cavalry is Calgary, so it was the Battle Rivalry, of Alberta. Yeah. 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 Cavalry fans were fucking great. Yep. They were great, and I hate to say that, <laughs> but they were great. They would, uh, they would chant ev all the time. It was here in Edmonton, and you yeah. could hear them, not us. And then they, they would start doing their chants, and only me and my friends would go, what? And that's it. That's all you heard from us. That's yeah. it. That's all you do. What did you say? And then they would have a song back to us. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't saying it to the supporters. They were going, hey, section 134, shut up. And doing their little song. 
It took five oh. teenagers. How many people <laughs> was it like? Five of uh, or for no, cavalry? Yeah. They must have had a bus. Like they had people coming up. And but, I mean, they have that, songs. Like, yeah. Forge FC is the same way. Pacific. They have these atmospheres and they are constantly at what, the top of the league. You want to know something tennis. I think is, is helped those teams? They were newly created. Forge, Pacific, brand new. Brand new. Wow. Shiny and new. FC has been around for so long and for so long has been shit that the idea of... People don't care for yeah, it. people go, you know what, guys? We... Gave you your best shot. You didn't do it. I remember yeah. when, we're done. Well, this is this is a good example for. It. I remember when FC Edmonton was. What league was it that they were in? They were like, in what, the NASL. Yeah, there they were in NASL. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That, that's were the you on the team and we played as the halftime show? Were you there Truly? for that? Maybe. The team I was playing on, we were the halftime entertainment. At least you had halftime entertainment. Like, they don't like, even have it anymore. Like that, the ha- like so, the halftime happens. My team goes on. We play like I think it was like a seven v seven, yeah, like a little seven v seven game during half, and I was like, okay, this is fun, but you know, I, for me it was like, oh, this is great, but as someone in the crowd, you don't give a shit about this. No. Yeah. <laughs> you don't no. care. And like, I don't, I'm not saying you need a halftime show, but it's just I, I think you I think need a, something. A big they have, thing. They have t-shirt tosses sometimes. Oh. A big thing <laughs> with, this, with the FCM though is just it, it's a, it's an old team. It, it's just let us help. Well, like, even, like, the brand name, FC Edmonton, that doesn't, I don't know, get a name. I like FC Edmonton. That's fine. I like Pacific. I like that name. That's a cool name. Cool <laughs> logo and good colors, Cavalry is a good name. It is, exactly. I think we're actually the only team that, oh, yeah. no, Atletico Ottawa. It's like Atletico in front of Wow. Like, yeah, well, I mean, they're owned, base, yeah, by, they're owned by Atletico. I, I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's, 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 that's hype. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Oh, and Halifax. Halifax, too. Ah. I, I don't know. It's, it's... I, I, I don't know. I I'm not really been hyped with FC Edmonton. No. I've I, I never hear anything about it. And that's probably why you're not as hyped. And that's the thing. We well, are we are soccer fans in in the same city and we don't hear anything about it. How how does that happen? Me. <laughs> well, yeah. Or was or was, yeah. Was and I go to games. But um saying that, I do hope we are going to games. I do hope we are involved with FC Edmonton. So I, I want to get into the CPL more. Yeah. FC Edmonton, more just got, FC Edmonton just got Luke Singh from TFC. Wow. That's good. Crazy. Very I good. don't know what that is. Yeah. Very, very good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's good. We've be. talked nothing about football so far this podcast. It's been a great conversation. Anything else we want to talk about? Anything going on in our lives? I know there's still, you know, the big old story of Ukraine and Russia. That's still a thing. Yeah. Uh, footballing wise, uh, Russia's been kicked out of pretty much every competition, whether it's their teams and the national team. I don't agree and with not that. Not just football, like in I don't agree with. I don't general. agree with that. I'm sorry. Well, it's you not know, you the got, fault. You have to make a statement. You got something has to be done. It's not the fault just, of the players. I know. It's not. But you got to do something about it's, it. Yeah, it's like realistically, if. I, I know that like there's been wars that happen all around the world and like mm. those countries haven't been kicked out, but it it's something that you need to make something happen. And like when you have football players in Ukraine not being able to play yeah. at all, yeah. it kind of like seems a bit bad. Well, well it, I, I, it's disrespectful if the Ukrainian players cannot play because their country's invaded. But the Russian players, yeah, we're all good. We're going to keep it going. Yeah, the, I get you. That is not 
right. It's not fair. And realistically, like, like why should the, these countries go to Russia and play these 100%. international matches? I, I think 100% there should never for a long, long time be games held in Russia or, or something like that. Because really, why give Russia the platform, the... The TV rights, whatever it is, don't. No, I'm sorry. And of course, uh, Ukraine, who plays Scott, who was supposed to play Scotland uh, on the 24th of March, soon. Yeah, they asked to have that game. Postponed. It, it, it is postponed it, it to June. Postponed? Okay. And as even then, I mean, who knows what the next six months are going to look like between Ukraine, and I, Russia, I, and I, the rest I, of the world? I still don't know what's happening with Poland versus Russia. I know Poland refuses to play in Russia or yeah. against Russia. And same with Sweden and Czech Republic, who are the potential teams if yep. Russia win that match. Yep. So I don't have the best words to say, but like at the end of the day, it's a tough situation. Obviously, it's not like people's fault that is happening. It's yeah. the oligarchs' fault and the uh, Kremlin and crap like it's that. The one man in charge of it all. Well, and he's also been not influential, but he has had had a, a couple forks and. In the game of football. Oh yeah, I mean, you looked at the the twenty eighteen Russia World Cup when he was at the opening games and stuff like that, and so I think yeah. uh, like it's it's something that he does obviously care about. And, so. and to talk about about, about Russian Chelsea, Roman Abramovich will be selling the club. It looks like um, mm-hmm. that's huge news. Yeah, because really, let's say this war doesn't happen. I don't think Abramovich is anywhere close to selling Chelsea. No. no, that club's printing him money. They're actually being very successful recently at winning trophies. Yeah, it's a lot of debt, like a oh, huge fair. debt, I like one point five billion. I think that's most clubs, though. Yes, but I don't know how. I talk. I, I mentioned this on the stream today, but apparently, uh, Chelsea fans during like the minute silence mm. for Ukraine, they were saying, "Do you hear about that?" Like, yeah. yeah, they were Chan- chanting Abramovich's name like it's. The, no. What? We I understand that's your, your club owner. Not the look. For sports it. washing works. That's what we we know. <laughs> yeah. What works? Sports washing. Sport. Oh, because you're like winning. Well, Brain yeah. Washing. Like. Well, saying like. Essentially, letting things go because, because it's, you're winning. Yeah. Well, not only because because it's sport and your team and tribalisms yeah. things exactly like that. it's like, like it's like when Chelsea a fans sometimes it's like when a, a celebrity goes and does something you're like oh but it's so and so so it's like fine. kanye the past like six months exactly literally as a crackhead literally as a crackhead like because there's a reason he is selling the club there, there's a reason that's happening it's because it's if he doesn't time. sell it gets taken away from him so he'd oh, rather I'm, 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 he'd no. rather i'm saying for off just reverse he'd rather make his money back than just lose it for nothing. And I get that as a business side, I think I get that, you know, you don't want to lose all that investment you've made. He is doing a good thing by, by any of the profits are going to be donated to a charity. That's a lot of act and not a lot of I'm actual. Like, he has to look good. Yeah. I, 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 I understand. And realistically that. how he got the money in the first place was yeah. taking advantage of countries yeah. from the broken down Soviet Union. Yeah, even to this day, the way he gets his, his money, Maybe not ideal, maybe not the most legal way, but you know what? That's a lot of owners. You know, a, a lot of real. big rich people are not nice, and they don't get their money in the right way. And I mean, you can't really get that type of money being without no. stepping on some toes, yeah, which is the bad thing. Yeah. Shout out Louis Dreyfus or whatever the hell his name is. Who the fuck is that guy? The owner of uh, Sunderland. No, nope. I only support. <laughs> Tony Khan, uh, AEW, <laughs> wrestling number one. AEW is the best. <laughs> I've converted them. We've converted them. 
I don't even watch that much. <laughs> yeah. Um, so apart from war in Ukraine, of course, we want to say best wishes to Ukraine, everything like that, because that doesn't even need to be said. It's just common sense. Stand with the good guys, go against the bad guys. That's just basic common sense. Anything else to talk about in this week? Of football or the rest of the world? Sandro Tonali is a great man. Okay. Champions <laughs> League's coming. Europeans yeah. this week, so that'll be exciting. Can... Celtic finally won away at Livingston at the Tony Macaroni Arena. <laughs> oh my God. Congratulations. It's called the Tony Macaroni Arena. Is it actually? Yes. No, you were kidding. No, it is called the Tony Macaroni Arena. Really? Yes. Who called that? There's a company called Tony Macaroni. No. <laughs> there is. No. Google Tony Macaroni is. Is anybody else offended? <laughs> that is wrong. Nope. Really? I just see this. Tony Macaroni Arena. Tony Macaroni Arena. <laughs> it's a chain of restaurants. What? Yeah, it's an Italian restaurant chain in it Scotland and Northern Ireland. not. <laughs> That's like the, what's the pasta sauce called? Pesto? No, no, no. Uh... What it's the f- the founder of the company is literally named Tony Macaroni. The manager is Tony Macaroni. <laughs> no, let's see Tony Macaroni. I want to see Tony Macaroni. Why is that Pizza Hut? I don't know. <laughs> what? There's no Wikipedia about what? Tony Macaroni. Why are you trying to find Wikipedia? Because it's something about him. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Why? Which one are you looking for? Uh, I can't remember the name. It's like just some random Italian name it's named after. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's a it's a pizza sauce? Yeah. No, uh, pasta sauce. Oh, pasta sauce. Have you seen that TikTok recently where it's like, you got to get yourself this. Get you a pepe sauce. <laughs> it's so bad. It pisses me off every single that. time. Because she just, she, she'll pick it up and she'll go, get you a that's probably so loud holy (laughs) that was loud my voice is cracking (laughs) I can't find much about Tony Macaroni it doesn't really matter I think uh, anything else I think we should wrap it up there wrap it up yeah We'll wrap it up there. I thought you really enjoyed that. It was a good football conversation this week. Um, Lots of Manchester United, yeah. like usual. They're, if you, they're, they're just a good talking point. Yeah. There's apparently pasta sauce called Yo Mama's. Yo Mama? No way, really? It's not, hey, it's not your mama's pasta sauce. If you are listening to us on audio apps, thank you very much. I'm sorry. Uh, make sure you're following us on Spotify. Give us a like and a share, all that stuff. And if you're on YouTube, thank you very much. Give if you're still ch- here, thank you. Give the channel a share. Help us get the podcast channel out there. Get, more attention to the podcast itself. Yep. And the four of us today, Rasta and Wazzy. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.